everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Get up and dance. I don't care if you're in a spaceship. Get up and dance. When you hear that music, it's time to connect the dots. Hey, and it's Mother's Day. Hey, I'm I'm doing the show from New York, and it is Mother's Day already. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. And uh, everybody should be thinking about connecting mentally with their mothers, whether they see them uh, personally on Mother's Day. They should, everyone should at least be thinking about their mothers. Connect with your mother. Remember, this is where we all started. You know, we all started, if it wasn't for our mothers, we wouldn't, our physical uh, cells wouldn't have come into existence. Sure, we were a spirit living in a physical body. But it was our mother who carried that physical body for nine months and nurtured it, fed it, loved it, and uh, took it uh, to um, the finality where we came out of that comfort zone. That's right. Remember, think back. We all existed inside our mother physically. Our consciousness somewhere along that nine-month period uh, hooked up with the physical body that was growing inside our mothers, and eventually we came out. And we have to really thank our mothers for that, our loving mothers, because without them, we wouldn't have the physical life we're living right now. Whether you're male or female, we all started our life inside our mother's womb. And that's why Mother's Day is such an important day. And we should all think about all the sacrifices our mothers did to bring us to life in the physical form. And just as our mothers loved us, we should love them back. Mother's Day is such an important day. You know, it's... It's not just saying Happy Mother's Day, but it's important to feel it, to understand this is the person, your mother is the person that gave birth to you into the physical world here. And uh, it's a very important day in that sense. Perhaps we could think of it as the most important day of the year. And... Uh, we should think of our mothers in a loving way and be thankful to her from our heart for how much our, all of our mothers did for us. And I'm sure there's a few exceptions, but regardless, you should love your mother because without your mother, you would have never been born into the physical world. Remember that and think about her fondly whether she's still alive or isn't. And while we're talking about Mother's Day, uh, we should uh, think about our Mother Earth, you know, planet Earth. 
sometimes referred to as Mother Earth. She brought forth life to all of us that are living in physical form on this world. You know, Earth is a planet, but it also has a consciousness and has a feminine consciousness, and that's why we refer to our Earth, our planet, as Mother Earth. Think about it. She gives us food and shelter. She gives us the air we breathe. We couldn't exist in this physical form here on that spinning globe called Earth if it wasn't for the consciousness of Mother Earth who supports us in so many ways. And just like our physical mother, Mother Earth, you know, gives us the opportunity to exist in physical form, and she carries us through the cosmos. She carries us around the sun in an orbit, and even though she follows the path of the sun, she, holding all of us, giving life and breath to all of us, our Mother Earth, takes us through the ages of the zodiac. Round and round we go, and we keep going round and round, and we follow her wherever she takes us through the universe, just as Earth follows our sun. And we should love our Mother Earth because she loves us. And you can feel that love from Mother Earth if you choose to connect with her. The name of this show is Connect the Dots. And I've said before, the name of the show comes from my book, Connect the Dots Theory. You know, you can download the ebook for five to seven bucks in a variety of places. Just Google the word, Connect the Dots Theory. You'll find out Barnes & Noble, uh, iTunes, whole mess of places. Amazon deals with it. Fulton Books is the publisher. But you ought to get yourself a copy because in within this uh, short book, Besides the many pictures and diagrams and drawings is the explanation of experiences that I had where I felt the loving vibrations of Mother Earth rippling out from the center of a fire uh, during the night and pulsations were coming through the ground as I put my hands down on the ground, I could feel those pulsations in ever-increasing concentric circles underneath, just above where the ground meets the air. And I felt the love of Mother Earth. Read about it. It's in my book. And maybe you'll understand that, yeah, you can feel Mother Earth, too especially when you make an attempt. And um, outdoor gatherings where they have fires helps strengthen the connection 
our Mother Earth comes alive, and she was able to ripple her vibrations of love right through the ground. And if that be the only reason, what more reason do you need to uh, get yourself a copy of Connect the Dots Theory? Of course, there's a lot of other things that connect there, too, but you'll learn about what it is to feel Mother Earth pressing up against you, and you can feel the love coming from her. Yes, she is real. She loves you. I've got a song out there on YouTube, The Earth, She Loves You. And as the lyrics go, and all she wants is to be loved, just like your physical mother, the mother that gave birth to you. Your mother didn't want you to pay her back for all the suffering she had to go through and for carrying you and stuff like that. Most mothers just want to be loved like they love you. And the Earth, Mother Earth is no different. That's all she wants. She wants us to love her and she'll give her the respect and gratitude for all the things she brings us. Mom, the world is a bird. Planet Earth is such a beautiful place. It's a shame all the bad things that have been done to her. But those are mostly from the uh, bad things by human beings being influenced by off-world beings of a negative vibration. Sure, they've come to invaded our Earth here. They've uh, invaded the human race, misled us. And uh, they have they have no respect for Mother Earth because it's not their world. They came from other worlds, and they are the ones who are behind all the destruction of the beautiful things on Mother Earth. And uh, our dear Mother Earth has not been treated fairly, and most of that is to blame from these off-world creatures, heartless off-world creatures that came here and had showed complete disrespect for our dear Mother Earth. You know, it's quite often talked about the Native Americans of North America had a true respect for Mother Earth. And there were many other civilizations around the world in past times, and even in present times, that have a true respect for Mother Earth. Many of the indigenous groups that lived in the jungles, the forests, have respect for Mother Earth. But our indigenous American Indians, North American Indians, and probably the South Americans too, too, they have really great respect for Mother Earth. Many of them do. Of course, many of them have been sidetracked by modern society to treat Mother Earth unfairly. But it's usually the greedy corporate-thinking, blood-sucking aliens that don't treat Mother Earth fairly. Right now, our poor Mother Earth is being subjected to all those rotten chemtrails, all the poisoning of the water, all the poisoning of the ground where the food is grown, and all the other bad things of radiation, destroying life forms, uh, created by the New World Order, the controllers who are still controlling our world. But 
their day is coming to an end. And Mother Earth, our Mother Earth, we should, on Mother's Day, we should think about loving our Mother Earth. And we, the best thing we can do for her is use our bodies as conduits for light, light, energy. The pure light that comes from the center of the universe, the pure white pillar of light that comes from God, the single source of all that is. We can use our bodies to funnel this light into the center of Mother Earth where her consciousness is. And, and we, all we have to do is to volunteer to do this, to desire to do it. You know, our bodies are conduits for energy. You know, our bodies, have we have the seven major chakras within our physical bodies, and we have the chakras above our head, too. And we need to, we can use those chakras to bring in more faster vibrational light that will help our Mother Earth evolve to a faster vibration which will also help us, and she'll help us evolve to a faster vibration. And we all really want to do this because once we start vibrating fast enough, we can leave evil behind. They can't follow us down the path of high vibrations. They're stuck in the lower vibrations, and we want to get away from those lower vibrations and we go, we need to join together collectively. You know, every uh, living human being on planet Earth, you know, our, our Mother Earth is our collective mother. And we need to focus our energies together as a collective consciousness to help our Mother Earth uh, raise her frequency. And like I said, every one of our bodies, if you have a human body, you can consciously think about connecting your higher self to chakras above your head that lead to your uh, your pure uh, light blueprint of whom you are as a being, your true consciousness that was downloaded into the physical body that your physical mother gave birth to. So all these things we should be thinking about on Mother's Day. It should be a Mother's Day every week of the year so we can collectively come together consciously as a human race and put our collective love vibrations together in unison to bring more higher, faster vibrating vibrations of light energy into our dear Mother Earth as a sign, as a form of gratitude and love for her. We can do this, and we should all want to participate in this. And throughout this Mother's Day, wherever you are, think about that. Think about not only your physical mother, but your Mother Earth, planet Earth. Yes, she is our mother, and she gives forth life and all the things we need to exist in a physical existence she provides for us. You know, 
the vegetables that grow that we could harvest to for free, you know. If we were all out there growing vegetables, we'd have plenty of food to eat and the fruit trees. You know, all these things are provided for free. All we have to do is cultivate them and enough of them and share them. We won't have to go to the supermarket anymore and pay for food, you know. And there's so much land available to do this, but we collectively... As those of us humans who have a love for Mother Earth, we need to take command of the situation and take back control of uh, the growing of food. We need to take it back away from the corporations that just seek to make money. And they destroyed the diversity of the crops. There's where diversity is really important. In the crops and in the growing of the food, not single crops with giant machines harvest unbelievable large amounts of a single crop. This destroys the soil, and it's just done for profit. And, of course, now we have all the GMOs, you know. Again, it's all about greedy people looking to make money, plus they're all part of the scam to destroy the Mother Earth and destroy the population, you know? This is all thought up by uh, the evil ones who came here from other worlds, you know, the ungodly creatures of other planets who came here and just sought to control and use and abuse. They have no respect for our dear mother, and we should get rid of these group and take away their authority. Because they're not wanted here, really. They don't do anything for us. And then they, they're they against our Mother Earth. They destroy our Mother Earth just so they can uh, rule over us and make profits and uh, create shortages. They're working on creating food shortages now. We need to be conscious of this, and that's why we need to take control. And... We need to help Mother Earth raise her vibrations, like I said. Once the vibrations of the Earth increase and once our vibrations as single human beings increase, evil will not be allowed to, cannot follow us and continue to interfere with us any longer. All their evil efforts will be falling by the wayside, and we will be out of their grasp. And that's the whole point of the Earth, planet Earth, evolving into the fifth dimension, you know? The third dimension of physical reality is where the evil ones have gained control. And that's why we have to leave it, because we don't want to be controlled by evil forces. We want to be free from evil, and we want to be loving creatures and be able to show our love for our dear Mother Earth, and we want to be able to love our mothers without fear from whatever might want to stop us from loving our our physical mothers, too. And we want everything to be fair, and we want there to be plenty of everything for everybody, and we want everything to be free. You know, our Mother Earth will give us all the free food we want and free fruits and vegetables. And 
other sources of nutrition. We want, once we take care of her, treat her with the respect, and have love for her. Like I say in my song, look it up on YouTube. It's called The Earth She Loves You. Listen to the words. Watch the pictures. Understand the story. She loves us. Mother Earth loves us. And all she wants is to be loved. I think we can find that in our hearts to love her. And it's a very important part of life, love, the most powerful force in the universe. And this is what we need to be concentrating on. And stop watching the stupid TV. You know, unfortunately, you know, we grew up watching free TV and not understanding that this was going to be used to warp our minds. You know, if, if you didn't have a TV, you, w- you wouldn't believe that there's any uh, all bad things going on because, first of all, you wouldn't see people not dropping dead in the street like they try to make believe on TV. You know, it's all about controlling your thinking. We don't want our thinking controlled. We want to listen to our higher self which means we need to take some time in peace and quiet and meditate. And the best place to meditate really is to go out into nature. It's important to get a lot of sunlight, you know, or at least an hour's worth of sunlight every day. But you could probably get by on 20 minutes at least. And uh, unfortunately, we've got these chemtrails out there. Again, it's the dark side. It's the new world. They want to... They know that the sun can make us healthy. They want to keep the sun from us. That's why they want to uh, cloud the sky up. You know, they get their full story. They're uh, worried about the temperature. Please. It's a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of lies. These people that are worried about climate change, well, if you're really worried about climate change, think about the Earth as a living system as your mother earth. Think about loving her. Think about going out in her and mother nature, as we call mother nature too, and communicate with mother nature and the other creatures. And then you'll become more part. It has nothing to do with protesting out in the street uh, in front of governments that don't even listen to you. Anyhow, what's the point to keep on doing this? This is not the way. If you have a, a group of people that are concerned about climate change, we need to come together like maybe once a week and meditate together. It's important when we have a global meditation that everybody is focused on the same thoughts at the same point in time. Hey, it's Mother's Day. We had this all this time. You know, but people are going to be thinking about their mothers at different times of the day. So it has to be planned to a certain extent at a certain time because it will be a different time in different time zones. And uh, if you, um, as uh, I'm on Twitter and uh, the people I follow, they have the global meditations. They're doing them for peace now, but we should do it for our Mother Earth. We should have meditations to protect.
project love towards Mother Earth and volunteer to put our bodies out there as conduits for the, all the, the true healing light, pure light energy that's out there. It's in our solar system now waiting to be anchored into our dear Mother Earth. And the way to do it is with your body. So we need to start setting these things up, global mass meditations, at least once a week. Uh, and we need to be using uh, the Internet to advertise at what time and, and what time zone. And uh, we need to gain an understanding of like UTC, they often use that, or Greenwich time as a, a focal point, and then you have to correlate that time that's being picked to your time. So these are things we should be thinking about and connecting with. Hey, the name of the show is Connect the Dots. Hey, this is a call and radio show. You got something to say about Mother's Day or anything related? Hey, uh, the number is 888-627-6008. That's a toll-free number for U.S. and Canada. There's another number. Well, hey, go on your computer. This is BBS Radio. Look on. Uh, it's listed at uh, Central Time on Saturday uh, after midnight <laughs> on Saturday because... Uh, it's kind of a continuation of Saturday night shows. Even though it's actually, um, all the shows are listed now in Central Time. Uh, it actually would be the beginning of Sunday morning, but it wouldn't make any sense then because this show is really following up all the other shows of Saturday night. And because um, the machinery that runs the BBS radio shows is now located in the central time zone. All the times have to be listed in accordance with central time. But you'll find my show listed connect the dots at the end of Saturday, right after midnight. And, uh, which equals, um, 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. Sunday morning. And it is, in New York City here, it is Mother's Day. And once again, happy Mother's Day to all the physical being mothers out there. May you be given love and receive love from the children you gave birth to. And where would we be without our mothers? And okay... We love your mother. Uh, I love my mother. May you all love your mother, and may we all love Mother Earth, the mother that gives us the uh, the Mother Earth that gives us the opportunity to live physical lives on her surface and underneath uh, in the subterranean uh, realms. Also, the uh, in relation to Mother's Day, you know, I just want to give mention that it's a crying shame, uh, despicable people out there, the corporations, to realize uh, a day before Mother's Day, what do they do 
uh, at least on the East Coast here in America, they raised the price of gasoline about 50 cents a gallon. I mean, overnight. They all raised it about 50 cents a gallon. I mean, that is in talk about greed and trying to take advantage of people that need extra gas to make it uh, a visitation to their mothers if they're not living close by. They have to spend 50 cents more a gallon to put gas in their car to visit their uh, loving mother. What a sick thing to do. And it's all about corporate greed. But they did it. They went and did it. I don't know what they've done in the other time zones, but they did it here on the East Coast. Raise the price of gasoline, 50 cents a gallon. Just just for the sake of, of uh, you know, making extra profits, taking advantage of, of the particular day because they know there'll be a lot of traveling going on of people going to visit their mothers. Sit. And that's why we, the common people, need to take control of everything. We need to take control of the fuel supplies. Forget about the corporations. They don't deserve to be in control of anything. And uh, we need to uh, start demanding for the free energy machines. You know, the big New World Order corporations, they hold the patents for free energy machines. As soon as somebody invents it, they buy it. They buy out the patent, and then you sit on it. So we, the regular people, can't take advantage of free energy. And uh, it ought to be released to us now. I mean, we're going to get the free energy machines eventually when the event happens, when the Galactic Federation, that's right, we need to find out about the big picture. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. Our galactic brothers and sisters will land their spacecraft on our planet as soon as we uh, increase our vibrations a little. And part of that has to do with allowing your body to be a conduit for more light energy into our Mother Earth. We're all connected, whether you know it or not. And uh, it's time to wake up and understand that. You, the individual, are much more important than you were ever told. We're all the children of Mother Earth here, and we're all uh, part of the big equation uh, in regarding to a planetary ascension. And, of course, ascending from one dimension up to the next, we want to leave what vibrates at a low frequency all behind us. And we want to move up into the new frequencies, which is all about brotherly love and sharing and uh, projecting only good vibrations. No more hate, no more jealousy. You know, I wrote a song... One of my songs out there, you can, uh, it's on one of my CD Baby albums. It's called Jerusalem. And uh, in the song, it basically gives the solution that nobody else is able to come up with about the uh, Israeli-Palestinian problem. Sure, there's a lot of hate and anger on both sides. 
But God is love, and love is the power that can solve that situation. So it's time to leave our hate and anger behind. We all want peace. Let's bring our love into the street. That's the message, and it's in my song, Jerusalem. One of the many songs, one of 23 songs on my album, Songs Better Than Dylan. Uh, and many other philosophical songs there, too, but there's, there's an important message in that song. You know? And the chorus of the song is, we got to leave our hate and anger behind. We all want peace. Let's bring our love into the street. And the people of Palestine and the people of Israel can do that. It's their friggin' governments that are keeping the conflict going. You know, like the Native American people in uh, the United States say, if you ask them what's the best form of government, they'll quickly tell you, no government. That's right. We need to make what we've learned uh, and grew up under this thing called government, we need a better model um, because it doesn't work anymore. And it always ends up being uh, taken, all the governments end up being taken over by the dark side. They do, do it through uh, bribery, uh, greed, uh, putting out the honey drippers to entrap people, and then they blackmail them, and uh, all kinds of other tricks they use to where they, the New World Order presently controls all the governments in the world. And um, we can set up a more loving system. You know, people respond better to practical arrangements. A little bit of philosophy out of my book, Connected Dots Theory, because I do have a philosophical chapter there. And it mentions that people do respond better to uh, uh, fair arrangements than uh, harsh laws cut in stone that have no flexibility. And, of course, that's the problem with uh, the government so today we got too many laws that lack flexibility and understanding for situations they've got you know and uh, all these harsh cut and stone laws need to be removed now the people who have gained authority in the governments they're not going to do that <laughs> voluntarily so we have to find ways of uh, disempowering the people in the governments who have authority to do that, but they're not willing to use it because they've all signed up. They're all riding the gravy train. They've all signed up with the New World Order uh, to take the money and stab the people in the back that they're supposed to be serving. You know, they've lost their conscience long ago. Uh, and that's what the New World Order does. It causes politicians to lose their conscience. And they have like a host of ways. Like I said, bribery is the biggest one. 
put the honey drippers out there and get them caught in sex handles, blackmail them, and uh, threaten them, and all, all the kinds of bad ways of, uh, you know, controlling people, just like the whole uh, scamdemic. It's all based on fear. Look what they got you to do. They tricked the general population uh, with, by controlling all the news, so you only get to hear one story of the news. And they brought on the fake doctors, the ones willing to take the bribe money and read off the teleprompter screen, no matter what the teleprompter screen says. And all your anchor people are the same. They've, they've sold out. All they do is read off teleprompter screens. If they want to hold on to their cushy six-figure uh, income job, they do it. You know, for the sake of, of money and the esteem of being in with the so-called elite, these people will do anything. They'll say anything. And it's all being orchestrated through uh, the behind-the-scenes people who really run the world through the new world order, of which the uh, big corporations are part of it. And, of course, we got the ruling families that are all tied into the satanic false gods from way back and the other satanic creatures from other worlds that have come here and um, are still hassling us all with their evil agendas. And the way we have to defeat them is with love. But we can also start deploying some clever strategies. You know, if you uh, take the time ever to read the teachings of Jesus, uh, most of them can be found in the, uh, the Bible, in the Gospels, uh, four Gospels in the Bible. But um, if you look for it, you'll find it the fifth epochal revelation. Uh, you know, the teachings of Jesus, were they were the fourth epochal revelation to humanity, done, you know, some 2,000 years ago. And uh, the fifth epochal revelation to humanity was given about, uh, I don't know, around 100 years ago. And uh, it's out there if you look for it. And uh, they have a more detailed story of uh, Jesus and his teachings. But just looking in the Bible, there's enough great teachings there that some of them display the techniques uh, of uh, using a little uh, strategy to get a result out of a situation. And, uh, again, it's your responsibility to educate yourself. Uh, an interesting uh, <laughs> uh, point, you know, when we talk about laws, there's something you can learn from reading the Bible. Uh, the, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, who... Uh, became the Lord Jesus Christ once he resurrected himself from the grave three days later like he predicted he would and came back and talked to his disciples and proved that he could do what he was going to say, not to mention all the things he did while he was just Jesus of Nazareth walking the face of the earth. Uh, 
and uh, uh, giving his teachings out there. Uh, the any there how there's a lot you can learn from reading that information. The main most important books of the Gospels are the four, are the four Gospels and the the uh, traditional Holy Bible. I guess the Book of the Revelation is a very important book too, uh, because a lot of it correlates to what um, was revealed about the times we're in now. But uh, during uh, uh, his, uh, of course, Jesus of Nazareth, while he was out there on his teaching, uh, we could say chores, we could call them, uh, he um, graved the great teaching of um, about love. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And uh, that simplifies, if we can have one law that simplifies everything, and if everybody was just to uh, agree with that suggestion there, we wouldn't have any problems. But unfortunately, the false gods have been with us for long before Jesus ever walked the face of the earth. In fact, uh, the false gods... uh, Hundreds of thousands of years they've been here, and they've been deceiving society. And then we have the other uh, false entities, the fallen angels that showed up, and then all through other negative groups that came to Earth, and they all wrongfully influenced mankind one way or another. And uh, all the stupid laws on the books, we can thank the false gods for that. We don't want to thank them, really. We want to, like, uh, see that what they've done to us and how they've tricked us. And people, we're gullible, you know, uh, because we're really spirit beings inhabiting a physical body. And our real source, our spiritual source, our true consciousness is far superior to any a uh, life form walking around on the planet here uh, at this point in time. But, you know, part of the agreement as this, as the, uh, here's a little inside information that we all had to agree to have our uh, conscious connection to our true self uh, kind of like uh, deleted so that when we come out of our mother's womb, that, uh, you know, our physical mother, that we don't have a memory of where we came from. And, of course, we're subjected to evil from the day we come out of, in many cases, if you were born in a hospital, as soon as you popped out of your mother's body, you were subjected to evil. The doctor picks you up and slaps you hard on your ass to get you to cry. Whoa, what kind of a welcome is that? You know, I've said it before, but I'll say it again for those who are not not heard the story. You know, the natural way for a woman to give birth is she squats down and the gravity pulls the baby out. I mean, sure, there could be complications now and then, but that's the natural way. And then the baby starts breathing on its own. doesn't have to be slapped. That was an evil trick 
devised by the fake medical profession. You know, uh, hospitals and uh, the medicines they use, it's all based on fake stuff that's not really in tune uh, with our Mother Earth. You know, it was it was part of the bigger plan to eventually replace real medicine, which is the herbs that are grown uh, on our Mother Earth. There's a natural antidotes for everything. They wanted to get away with that and move everybody into accepting pharmaceutical medicine because that's where the money was. They could sell you fake remedies, and they could sell you fake health care. And so the whole idea of going into the hospital was designed to, again, put fear into the hearts of humans being born. And so, unfortunately, everyone who came out of their mother's room and got slapped on the ass to make them cry started this world by introducing to fear, basically, because when you come out of the womb, you don't understand that some stranger is going to pick you up and whack you physically to the point it hurts you, and you start crying, which causes you to breathe improperly. That's right. This is all real hard science, I'm telling you here, that you don't get to hear, because the doctors that go to medical school, they don't know anything about what I'm talking about here, because they don't teach the real truth, they accept that that's what you do. A baby comes out. First of all, the mother has to strain harder when she's laying down and they're telling her to push and push because she's not given the benefit of gravity. Like I said again, the natural way for a mother to give birth is to just squat down and the baby comes out and lands on the ground. And then she instantly and instinctively knows what to do, and the baby will start breathing on its own as soon as you cut the umbilical cord. And uh, that's the way it was meant to be, you know? I guess you don't want to drop the baby on a dirty floor, but women should be squatting down, not laying in stirrups on a bed that resembles something from an alien abduction. Of course, aliens are behind this, too. That's why they want to subject us to fear because they know that's a tactic for control. And uh, that's part of the, tr- uh, of the harsh reality that we still go through, you know? Women would be better giving birth to their children at home and not on the laying on the kitchen table but squatting down and have a nice soft covering so when the baby comes out. Now, of course, it would help, you know, if they have an assistant with them, uh, a woman helping another woman or a couple of women helping that woman. But that's what real birth is supposed to be. And uh, what can I say? Who am I to say as a man? that Well, I'm a knowledgeable person, but that information is out there. Um, don't take my word for it. Check on it yourself. And so, uh, unfortunately, yeah, I was born in a hospital, too. And uh, so my first experience 
with humanity with some stranger slapping my ass, and I probably started whining and crying too, which causes you to learn to breathe through your mouth when you should be learning from the beginning to breathe through your nose. Because that's how you uh, take a deep breath that connects with the universe. When you inhale a breath through your nose, I mean, you can open your mouth to exhale, that's okay, but all the inhales really should be through your nose. Because uh, the air gets to be filtered through your nose. That's how it was designed to work. And, uh, hey, this is an educational show. So uh, if you haven't heard these stories before, you might be hearing it for the first time. Don't just take my word for it. Check on it yourself. Proper breathing techniques, the problems with having a baby slapped on their ass. And then, God forbid, with all the other things they subject babies to now, they're giving them vaccines from birth. Uh, you know, you know. You, the mother, you're in the hospital. You signed away the rights to your baby that the doctors are able to pretty much do what they want with the baby. They wheel you back to the recovery room, and you don't get your, uh, hold, keep your baby, hold on to it right away. The doctors get a first hand at your baby, and they're inoculating your child with fake antibiotics and all kinds of other crap that they claim has to be done. And... Uh, course, and, and you had flesh, you had to suffer through giving birth uh, to some extent because they had you laying down. And again, laying down on a bed, a flat bed, in a horizontal position, that's very similar to what the ETs who abduct people. When we listen to the stories, they have them laid down flat on a table and they, you know, do their prodding and probing into you while you're laying on your back. And they shine the lights on you and stuff like that. And that's the kind of a situation that a woman giving birth is exposed to in many cases. And, of course, there is always the cesarean birth. But do you, uh, when you get, uh, give birth by cesarean succession, do, do you realize that the doctors are probably mistreating your child? They think they're doing fine, but they themselves don't know what's really right for the baby. And, uh, you know, like uh, women that are planning on going in the hospital, you better say your prayers for protection, and you better explain to the doctor maybe that, don't slap my baby on the ass. Just set him down and just make sure he starts breathing through his nose on his own. You know, it might be helpful uh, to take some of the mucus out of his uh, nose because there's going to be a certain amount there that was just laying there from when he was in your, the womb. But I think we need to get away from the slapping the baby on the ass because it it uh, subjects the baby to fear, you know? You, you haven't even really opened your eyes yet, and all of a sudden something is whacking you on the ass, and it's not your mother. Uh, and uh, that's, that's enough to create fear in any creature. Uh, if you look at animals are, are born, 
they plop out on the ground and the mother turns around and starts licking them and so they still have the comfort of their mother uh their mother's vibration you know that's how we can tell who's who by vibration you know the doctor is not going to have the same vibration as your mother and these are all important things and it's all related to mothers and mothers day and brings us back full circle to remember to love your mother how she's loved you from the minute you were born. And uh, let's try to get things straight, straightened up, you know. We, the people, the human beings, need to take control of uh, how births should be and what doctors should be doing in hospitals and the fact that to try to make a birth more natural by just allowing the mother to squat and the baby drop out on a soft thing rather than be laying flat. I'm sure there's uh, quacks out there who would disagree with me and come up with all make-believe reasons, but when I'm talking, it's common sense. You look how animals be, uh, mammals are being born, you know, a horse, something like that. The baby plops out onto the ground. Same with other things like giraffes or something like that. And uh, gravity is helping. When you're laying flat on a table, gravity can't help you. And, uh, and they're, uh, you know, coaxing the woman to push birth wasn't designed, uh, the natural process wasn't designed for you to defy gravity and lay on your back and push. That was designed by hospitals, doctors, medical school, people that kind of lack a little common sense or history of the human race. Well, you know, in order to become a doctor, you need to get a diploma. So really all you need to do is to learn what they teach you in school and understand what's on the test. And it doesn't have to be, uh, you can be negligent about plenty and still pass your grades and get a, uh, a diploma, which gives you the right to be a doctor in this crazy world. Uh, midwives were the ones entrusted to helping women give birth. And, we don't even know when they started getting uh, misinformed about what to do. So there's a lot of us, a lot to be thinking about on this Mother's Day. And uh, it all winds full circle back to love. You know, your mother is, is loving you. When a mother feels the baby kicking inside of her, she understands that this is her child is alive, and her child is trusting on her to take care of her, bring her, bring the life to birth. And so there's a love communication between you and your mother when you're in the womb. As to when your consciousness connects with this creature growing inside your mother's womb, that can be at different times. It's debatable. There's no set rule. And uh, there's a lot more to it than that anybody has been told. 
The consciousness is not created by the male and female. The consciousness is in a higher, faster vibrating dimension. And supposedly we pick out our parents in the sense that uh, we know that this woman is going to be giving birth to a physical body uh, formed by that father and that mother. And we make our choices supposedly that, yeah, I want to enter my uh, spirit consciousness into that baby being formed. Exactly what particular point uh, it happens in that nine-month cycle, that is hard to pinpoint. There's a lot of debate on it, and probably a lot of variations on it. But understand that what you call yourself a human being, a physical human being, your consciousness is inhabiting the physical body that your mother gave birth to. And so you should love her and be thankful for that on this Mother's Day. But who you are as an individual, your uh, source of consciousness is from a higher realm. And you, you chose to come to Earth to experience the physical reality on planet Earth, which is Mother Earth of the feminine vibration. And uh, though it's really spoken of, your personality was given to you by the trinity of paradise, which is the Father, the Son, and the infinite spirit. The Heavenly Father, the Eternal Son, and the Infinite Spirit. These are the three personality aspects of what we call God, also known as the first source and center. And the first source and center is personally known as the Heavenly Father. And it is the Heavenly Father that gives you the first source and center, the source of all that is. He's the one that dishes out the personalities of all the spiritual creatures. And we are spiritual creatures before we come to Earth. And it's an important thing to understand. You're a spiritual consciousness living inside a physical body while you're here on planet Earth. And uh, that's an important thing to understand, whom you really are. You have a higher self that's of pure spirit, no physical uh, reality, consciousness, and consciousness with a personality. And your personality, there are no two personalities that are the same. They're all individual. That's what makes you an individual, is your personality. It's not your physical body. Uh, though the physical bodies 
all are kind of different. Even uh, identical twins have some difference to them. But your personality is what makes you the individual, and that's who you truly are. Your personality that was created by the Heavenly Father flung into a consciousness that has a right to exist in the universe. And when you're done with your term here, uh, exploring the physical body, you'll go back to that non-physical consciousness with your uh, identifiable person, unique personality, and you'll move on to something else. And that's how we all meet up later, you know? Uh, Mother's Day, many of us, our mothers have died, but we will connect with our, the consciousness of our physical mother back in the non-physical realms. And we'll recognize ourselves, each other, by vibration and personality. Uh, and that is your lesson for the night. This was Connect the Dots Theory, and we're going to end the show with uh, my music at the end. Lead guitar solo at the end of that song, Are You the Party in Kind? Hey, there's a video out there on YouTube. Check it out. Followed by my other song, Anthem, called I Gotta Be Somebody. It's my anthem. It could be your anthem, too. Listen to the words. Tell your friends to tune in next week to Connect the Dots Radio Show. Okay, Mr. Engineer, take us out of here now. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Without being, it's clear to the